I've been to New York years ago and um, California, San Francisco two times, yeah. For music or just to hang out? Um, in New York, it was uh, for music, but also to to check out the city. And but but um, I haven't been to no museum or anything. Um, I've um, we spent most of our time in um, at the thing. Oh, the record store. Yeah, uh, yeah. Basement, and yeah. Where wearing masks. Where are you from? Um, Cologne. Oh, okay. Um, well, well. Um, that's where I'm right now, and I've been here for the last uh, 24 years. And um, before that, I, I I also lived in Germany, but a uh, smaller town, our drive from Cologne. Oh, see, I live an hour outside of Boston, so I I understand. I enjoy yeah, yeah. the country life. Okay, yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't stand it no more back then, and then I had to make a move because um. Yeah, more possibilities and stuff. Wait, so you went to New York during the pandemic? You said you had a no, pandemic. no, no. That was um, it was two two thousand fourteen. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, years ago. But yeah, and we went there, yeah, to uh, buy records um, and um, and play a couple of uh, gigs, uh, DJ gigs. Yeah. How did you like the city? How did you like New York City? Um. Well, um, I like I love the record stores and um, the Mexican restaurants and uh, restaurants and, and and stuff. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. But um, Manhattan, I was that wasn't my thing. All all the skyscrapers and stuff. It was too too much. No, um, it's way too much for me. I enjoy the events, the activities that are there, but not the actual like fast pace movement of the city yeah yeah that's uh, that was um quite an experience for for um, me who comes from a city with like now actually i come from uh, from a city with um 120,000 citizens um people living there and now cologne one million and then new york is something else but what like i said a lot of things going on there and we we had a real good time digging and then we went to a couple of parties um one time at uh, to q-tip's birthday party at the um apt manhattan oh really q-tip's birthday party how yeah, was that um, yeah we stayed with a guy um dj concerned i don't know if you ever heard of him he made it sound sounds like familiar a, but i don't think yeah. no i don't know him he made a couple of like brass mu music funk tapes and um and yeah we stayed with him and then he was like hey um alcoholics are playing tonight and we were like ah yeah let's go and then no 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 De La Soul are playing somewhere else we were like oh okay let's go there and then somebody else living there said hey no no it's YouTube's birthday tonight and let's go there and like, of course that's the beautiful thing and the worst thing about New York because yeah, there are yeah. so many things, but then like you're like, damn, I wanted to see De La Soul, you know, like damn. But you would, all right. Are you a fan of Q-Tip's production? 
Yeah. I feel like he's one of those artists that's very, you either love it or you hate it. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but yeah, I love it. Did you ever hear that album he did with uh, Danny Brown? I don't know if you know Danny Brown. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. That's yeah, I, um, I like that a lot, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Is there, a, is there a rap scene over, like, are you, can you dig like you dug in New York, like in Cologne? Can you? Yeah, yeah, you can, you find your spots, but you have to, um, it's something completely else because there was not, not, there was a very, very, very small soul scene in, in Germany and a very small, uh, well, the jazz scene was all right, but um, yeah. For, for, for us to buy um, soul, jazz, disco, rap, New York, um, the States are the, the place to go. But still, you, you can find crazy stuff over here, of course. But um, yeah, you have to, to dig through a lot of bullshit um, to find something good. Yeah. Well, honestly, we- I heard this too much with. Uh- you know, Agban, Lord Jamante, that album's amazing that you guys did. And then I went back and I checked out all your instrumentals and everything. And you honestly are one of my favorite, like, samplers, producers. Like, I'm such, it's an honor to talk to you because. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What you choose, I feel like is so different than what I've heard. And I've, I'm a. I'm a professional fan, you know, like I just enjoy the music, but I wanted to know your process because I feel like what you do is very different than everybody else. And I don't even know how, or I can't put my finger on it. Okay. Yeah. um, It's funny because um, I have friends who produce and uh, and I, uh, sometimes we speak and I say, I am, I went to this place and I, 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 they played some of your stuff and I immediately, immediately checked that it was your production. I was like, yeah, why? why? But for me, it sounds like not really special and that I have a, like a signature sound, but um, I can, most of my friends I know, hey, you made this beat. We had this like um, compilation out with like, um, it was part part of this book um, made by Robert Winter about the Cologne beat scene. And there's this compilation um, with all these producers on it. Adlib, Bluestep, Frank Sinatra, Group, Dexter, um, Zoff Daddy, Hubert Davis, Lazy Jones, and we... Ah, just a second, somebody's... Um, no problem. Somebody's calling. Hey, ich lass dich rein. Ist oben? Oh, oh, danke, man, danke. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm at the start. I'm here at the start. So, I'm going to go back to the start when you're over. All good, thank you. Sorry. No problem. Friend, um, he's here. I have to let him in because we're at the record store at the moment. Oh, I was wondering if you were at yeah. the record store, if that was your apartment, because yeah. I was going to say, you have a lot of records behind you if that's your apartment. Yeah, but but it, it kind of looks like that in my apartment, too. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, what, what I just was saying, 
and we were listening to this compilation and um, I could um, tell who made um, which beat and um, maybe um, other people find that um, same, um, same thing about my beats. I don't know. What do you think that is? Um, I don't know. I, of course, I have some like audio logos or signature sounds that I always place here and there. Um, yeah, I try. I try to um, to um, produce that um, like in a way that people can tell. It's a twit beat. Yeah, I can show you. I can show you around here in the record store. Oh, I'd love to see. It's a Groove Tech record store in uh, Cologne, the oldest record store in Cologne. And, really? Um, yeah. That book seems substantial. It seems like there is a real scene out there that I'm ignorant to. Yeah, there is a, there is a scene, definitely. Um, we had like this um, compilation out. Um, it was called Hyde Club One. I don't know if you familiar with that one it's this one um, oh okay yes yes i am and that came out in like 2009 and um yeah after that there was a, like like a that opened a door like for producers to um to to drop stuff um just instrumental. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're in the hip hop news section. Alchemist and currency. And yeah, the hip hop section. That Alchemist currency album's amazing. Yeah. He's, Very, in, he's in Cologne, he's on Col in Cologne on Saturday. Alchemist? Alchemist, yeah. Are you, have you ever have you ever met him? Um, no, not really met him, but I've, I've been to his show a um, couple of months ago when he was here with um, Rock Marciano. And yeah, there, there was, um, the sound wasn't too good, but um, to come into a, into a venue and the Alchemist beats are playing really loud and you can, and I saw Rock Marciano for the first time and, uh, and I always, thought that's like music you listen to in your in your apartment with a spliff and um, listen to his words but it, it it worked and it was excellent yeah do you have to grab your friend I, yeah i just have to open the yeah yeah hey 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 you're lucky you still have like your your hours ahead <laughs> yes, I do. I'm about to go. Well, see, you're lucky because you can start drinking. It's a little yeah, too. Yeah, I'm in a, oh, already. I'm in a red wine mood. Red wine. Mood. Yeah. Red wine. I yeah. see. Red wine's one of those very specific occasions for me. Yeah, I, I I'm usually a, um, a beer drinker, but um, last week, last Friday, um, so I'm, I'm still drinking the same bottle from um, I started last Friday. Opened last Friday. I went to the store and um, I make my beats here, the record store, because um, I have like a three-year-old kid at home and um, 
I just need my, I just have to be alone. I understand. Um, yeah. Have a glass and listen to music and yeah. And um, yeah, so I'm still drinking the same um, wine I opened last uh, Friday. Have you always had to create in a place that's not your home or is that just since the... No, um, um, wherever, wherever it was possible. I started making beats when, um, when we lived in a place with eight people and um, I, I, my, my bed was under a stair and next, next to the stair there was a curtain and behind that curtain there was an old fridge not working anymore there I kept my clothes in there and on the fridge was an MPC 2000 XL we bought with um, three people of us and um, yeah so we had to to um, check who's who's next making a beat and yeah okay lazy you're you're it's yours for like six hours but then uh, it's my turn and um so um and um, I always had people around me making music. And um, I lived for, in a place called, um, we call it the Treehouse, my old studio. And um, we always had like sessions there. And recorded raps. I was making a beat, somebody was writing. And um, so, no, it's not a problem. But as I got older, I prefer to uh, be on my own. <laughs> what made you guys buy an MPC, the three of you, when you're using, uh, I mean, trust me, do, do you, all right, first question, do you look back at that time like you're the same person, or does that seem like a different lifetime ago? Um, yeah, both of it. It uh, seems so long ago, but yeah, of course I was the same person, but yeah, at some point so unexperienced and um yeah get a little wiser a little <laughs> what more. made you guys do that what made you guys all go in and buy that mpc um we we knew we wanted to make beats and i i, I already made some beats on a program called fast tracker i don't, don't know if you ever heard of that super simple 90s piece uh home computer stuff and um i don't make music i know i'm yeah. i'm just uh just a listener and then we was it still was the time of music videos and we saw music videos and people using using a um, mpc and we were like oh, and um so we, we said then we said hey, we need one of those those machines that machine and um then um yeah we got got uh, another friend to buy it for us because like on credit because we had we were broke so broke um and um yeah and we got that machine and we had to pay every month for it and um after a while now, now i have a couple of mpcs so <laughs> it was way back that was 99 99 2000 yeah really yeah. What music videos were you watching that were inspiring you? Um, yeah, you know, MTV, MTV stuff. And there uh, was like a German pendant to 
um, MTV and they had a, like a, a, um, a show. What was it called again? Viva. Was Viva. it called a Mixy Reward a look? Yeah. MTV Reds and, and yeah. Yeah. And you were just watching. Viva. Yeah. What were so when did you start making music before that? How long before that? Before that, I played in in bands like bass and bands for for a couple of years before that, and but then I listened to more and more rap and and um, and then the first time it like it was like a, like a garden shack of a friend. Um, Place. His father kept his records there, like Kraftwerk records and a lot of reggae stuff and um, Specials Madness and um, like um, British two tone stuff. And then um, and he had a, like a, a radio and you could could listen to um, like um, police radio on it. He, oh, he, like he, not the band of the police, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually police radio. Yeah, police radio, and then um, and um, and he had this computer there um, with fast tracker. And um, first thing I looped was like um, "Sun Is Shining" by Bob Marley, just the the, the bass intro. And I was like, oh, that's possible! And yeah, yeah, and somehow that um, from from that point on, I stayed with the beat. So it found you. Yeah. It was so much fun and um yeah and when others played like like um playstation or stuff i, I just um make beats yeah till this day <laughs> it's weird it's weird when you think about those moments that like that moment shaped the rest of your life yeah 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 and you it very much could have not happened. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I always love to. I always love to make music, but yeah, that uh, took me down um, a different um, highway. Yeah. <laughs> Are you happy with that? Like, do you look back? Is is that the the kid who did that look at you now and would be happy with what? all the music that you've made all that you've accomplished all that yeah i'm I'm still happy with that decision or decision but yeah that's beautiful um, yeah just uh, on sunday i told a friend it's like the best you can do first to make a beat you have to uh, the way i make one i have to listen to music and uh, i love to listen to music and then you find parts and then you you work a little and then you loop a little build a little and then um that's another that's a for me the nicest time to have a nice loop you can listen to and then when it when it's not um turning you off after like uh, half an hour it's like yeah man that's a good one and um and then yeah it could stay like that just listen to music make beats like the first years where we just recorded them on tape, not even saved them in any way. And um, and then um, it's that, of course, I know it's a blessing to be able to release stuff. 
course. I, I know there are a lot of great beat makers who don't have the possibility. But so yeah, I'm thankful and still happy with with making beats. What was your first big uh, first big look like? The first time that you thought, oh wow, I'm I'm on the right path. Um, when I when I looked at Bob Marley's shit. The first loop. <laughs> you knew right away then. From the beginning, yeah, yeah. You knew from the yeah. I feel the same way. It's funny that you say that because I feel the same way about stand-up comedy. Like I don't know a joke is funny until I've told it to like twenty different audiences, and then I'm yeah. like, oh, now this is. But that's the, I get the like the repetition. You have to you have to be able to sit with it for a little while before you know hmm. that it's worth working on. Um, definitely, and it's uh, it's a uh, same thing when you make a beat and you like. I don't know if people will dig it and will enjoy it. Um, same with the joke. Um, you have to, you have to be sure, or, or not be sure, but you have to be self-confident enough to know I can tell it. And yeah, if it's not working, man, I, I, I myself still think that it's funny. So it's my kind of humor. And yeah. <laughs> How'd the, uh, how'd, how did this too much come together with you and Lord Jumante Akbar? That was, um, usually I, I prefer to work with people I, I meet in real life, but um, this one was like, um, a dude who runs a, a, a label in Germany, Fuck Rap, mm -hmm. one of those small labels who always drop exclusive stuff, 800 copies or 1,000 copies, and um yeah but you you're um, familiar with that label yes i am yes yeah 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 you, you do a lot of good stuff and he and somehow we got in contact through instagram or yeah i think yeah and 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 then he asked me yeah yeah don't you want to like um don't you have a, a couple of beats i can send to um send some mc didn't even say um who it was and i said yeah yeah here like 15 beats or loops, ideas, stuff. And then he um, put us in contact. And then, um, yeah, once I knew what he was um, looking for, Roger Montagbon, um, um, that was easy. I, I just sent him like a um, couple of beats or loops um, every few days and he would say this one that one and yeah so he didn't yeah. you didn't even know that was him when the when your first contact was put together no i i um, honestly have never heard a song of him before that you guys you know, worked so well together though yeah it was it was um smooth but um yeah i i i, I thought what what kind of name is that lord jamonto ogbon and um, first people in, in Germany I told about them were, who, what, Lord, Lord what? Yeah. That's so funny because that album is so, I love it. Honestly, I, I can't stop listening to it. And it seems like you guys knew, were any of those beats originally sent to him? Um, come again? Were any of the beats that you originally, originally sent used on the album? 
I think so, yeah. A couple of them. But yeah. I think I send them quite quite a lot, yeah. And you guys still have never met. No. Do no, you have not- how many of albums do you have out with American rappers? Um I think only this one and then yeah, I recorded some stuff at my place um, with um, MCs from the US when they were here, um, um, like um, Frank and Nick, mm-hmm. Frank and Dank, um, and uh, Claim, Dudley Perkins, um, Oxnard, um, when he was here, and um, uh, Count PSD, I recorded, um, we, we, we released an like a little mini LP uh, called The Count in Cologne. And yeah, because uh, yeah, he was here for some time and um, yeah, we, we, um, and we're still in touch. Count PSD, best dude, so nice. But this is your first like real release. Full length, um, yeah. That's so crazy. I, re- I was going back. I just was listening to the instrumentals. I was like, I wanted to ask if there were others that I missed, but that mm-hmm. is surprising. Dude, good job. That shit's crazy. I love that album. That's a that's an amazing album. And that's a crazy story how it just kind of like fell together. Yeah. Would you want to do more or do you like doing the more instrumental? Mm. Actually, I prefer, to be honest, I prefer to um, just make a beat, but, but sometimes um, you need, beat needs something else. Sometimes it's like, it's like that. And, um, and then, you know, and, and maybe a nice voice would, would complete it. But and yeah, but I, like, I like both of it. But there were times when I was recording too much rap stuff and um, I thought, man, ah, I just, or if you, if you work with an MC, with an MC who's um, like too um, pushy and, hey, I need more, send me this. And hey, I'm not a machine, man. I, I've got, I've got other work to, stuff to do. And um, yeah. yeah. So um, I prefer no deadlines. First of all, and um, yeah, I understand I that. I get that. Yeah, you when you started creating, you had to be on other people's time. Yeah. I am. Why would you want to do that now? You want to be on your own time. You want to yeah, work. Yeah. You want to have yeah. control over your own destiny in that way. And it's now um, um, the. Not the need, but the uh, um, but yeah, the need to do a beat um, comes. You can, of course, I can make a beat right now. But uh, if I'm if I'm in the mood, man, it's a, it's the best. Uh, I, I go I go to the record store prepared, um, couple of beers, and a uh, couple of records, and my machine with me, and then I'm. Um, just listen to stuff or uh, there are times where you just have to listen to stuff and then after a couple of days you're like yeah that part that part that part let's go 
Yeah. yeah. There's you kind of so you wait for the muse to come to you. You're not chasing it. No. I'm waiting and yeah. Good things come to those who wait. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. That's why I like honestly to compare it again to stand up. I like it cuz it's all on me. Like yeah. at the end of the day if it goes well, I can get the 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 praise. If it doesn't go well, I'll get the lashing. Yeah. And did you ever like write for like a TV show jokes for somebody else? No, no. Because because if somebody tells you, hey, I need like a couple of funny lines, funny jokes till Friday, I, I don't think. Um, yeah, the, the pressure man, I don't want to have that. <laughs> when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I was told I was like a lazy kid in school, you know, mm -hmm. like I wouldn't do the work I wanted. And then I became an adult and I'm like, I'm not lazy. I just didn't give I didn't give a fuck about that stuff. I'll work hard and I'll do it when I want to do it. That's it. Do it when you want to do it. That's not that's uh, that, that. That's like. um. That should be your like your aim to uh, yeah to to find a, to live a lifestyle where you don't have no deadlines and um, just can do it in your own pace. Well, that is that scary being a. Is this your first kid? Mm -hmm. Is that scary being a father? Because I feel like that's like you always have a deadline. Like now you have there's it changes. I feel like that changes the game. It absolutely changes the game. Yeah, um, yeah. You have to. You have to. It's a different time. Time is something else. Like um, for that, you could sleep till noon if you had to go to work. Or, and uh, now it's like, yeah, he goes to sleep at like ten in the in the evening. After that, I can go even though I'm already tired too, after reading like 10 children books. <laughs> and, um, but then I go to the record store and make beats until like one, two or something. And then um, I have to get up early again. And yeah. Time is something. How does it affect um, the output of what you create? Like the content? Oh. Well, back... Before uh, my my child was born, I was like, okay, let's listen to this loop for another hour and smoke <laughs> another one. And now I'm like, no, I don't have that time. And I'm more efficient, definitely. <laughs> I bring him to the kindergarten in the morning. I go home and I mix tunes, like um, stuff I made at the record store or, or um, I mix vocals and beats and, and, and stuff. And... And then I, I pick him up again or I go to the record store to work. And yeah, I, I know I only have like two or three hours in the morning and I have like four or five hours in at night and I have to, I can't play around it that time. <laughs> I don't know it's if you much. ever saw the Alchemist interview when he asked like what the number one thing he's learned and he was no, like I... to trust his gut. Like before he would sit with a beat for like an hour 
And it's funny because yeah. before we were like, yeah, you really do have to sit with it. But it's funny because Alchemist was saying he was saying now he just trusts his gut. Yeah. That you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. And but but you also develop a sense for that over the years, I would say. Now you yeah. How old are you, you? If you mind me asking. Yeah, um 45. Wow. Yeah. You look great for 45. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, like I said, I I like started making beats in the late 90s. So Sometime, uh, some, um, some time past, yeah. It's, um, all right, so I'm 25. Um, 25, yeah. And I see getting, especially with this working out and things starting to happen, I see, like, everything is, like, juggling. And that's what I mean about, like, trusting my gut is, like, the bo another ball is just going to keep being added. Like, a ball's never going to be taken away. So I really have to trust that I'm going to be able to handle all the balls in the air. Pause. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 maybe you can get rid of some balls over the years. Or you're just like, yeah, or you just um, do stuff. Nowadays, I just do stuff um, that would have been like a disaster for me in my early 20s that I, like like taxes or stuff i just do that um i know i have to do it and i, I just do it a lot of stuff i nowadays i just um i know i have to take care of, otherwise um the ship would sink so um i, I just uh, I, yeah yeah just have to handle it and you, what, what keeps you happy with creating? Um, the same, the same stuff that made me happy in the first place, just you know, listening to good music and then um, taking parts from it and creating some, something else by um, pairing it with the new stuff or, or other stuff and uh, make something new with it. And now uh, it's just a, a nice, um, it's, a, it's a nice moment when that comes all comes together. You know? Yeah. I feel like that to go back to what we're talking about would be the best thing about being in a band. I, again, I said, I don't make music, but you said you were in bands earlier. I feel like that would be so hard being on everybody's schedule and everybody getting along, but when you get that perfect moment where it's right, probably yeah. is so beneficial. Yeah, that's right. Do you still play instruments? No, not, not really. I play a little bass here and there, and I, yeah, I add percussion and a little keys and stuff, and uh, but but I wouldn't say. Um, I couldn't sit in with a band now. <laughs> you would never start another band. Maybe like like a like um, like an old people's band in some basement to play <laughs> little bass, some cover some slum village tracks, or I don't know. Uh, yeah, I feel like 
you love from East Coast rap gets so much love in Europe. Mm-hmm. We have like um where is it? Like um a West Coast coloring book <laughs> and the East East Coast coloring book, but um the East Coast says more. And um in in this record store our we, we made like um wanted to check which rap records were sold most last year in 2020. And number one was Midnight Marauders by Tribe Called Quest. Really? And yeah. And then what was it? Um the new um Kendrick album was um number two, but then it was Ilmatic by Nas and um Wu-Tang. Oh wow. That were was were like the, the best sold old school uh, yeah old school people are, are um buying the classics do you and think that's sold, what, like Griselda's like conway's on tour right now and is he coming to germany i don't know he's he's in europe right now he's he's in um i saw in athens he was in athens the other day yeah yeah he took over <laughs> west side's tour yeah that looked wicked um i don't know but 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 he has they have fans over here. That's for sure. Is that, is hip hop what you guys sell most at the record store? Um yeah. Hip hop. Hip hop and soul and like yeah. And jazz. And jazz? Yeah. All that yeah, and that jazz is dead stuff. Um the national anthem, so many good, and um, jazz classics, of course. Yeah. What was your favorite album of last year? Um, what was my favorite album last year? Hard, hard, um, hard question for me because um, um, I always have, I have, have lists. Um, what what uh, what I. I enjoyed a lot um, Edibles Tape by um, Kong Base D. And um, do you know Reginald Omas Mamodi? No. Four? No, from, from England. Um, he made a good album. I, I listened to that one a lot. DM me that afterwards. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so many records coming in and up and going out every week here down down here. It's hard to for me to tell right now. How do you feel about that? The the flow of music right now. How so much is being pumped? As long as enough good music is coming out on vinyl, I can't complain. And then and I love it. Um, and that. And there are a lot of records that don't even reach our record store. A lot of people who just like release a couple on, on Bandcamp and all those small labels like um, like Fuck Rap and um, like Copenhagen Crates or the Rap Winkel. I don't know all the names. I, um, 
I don't even know when that started, but they are releasing really good stuff and a lot of small labels I follow on Bandcamp. Um, each week I have to walk to the post office and pay some extra taxes for some um, record I ordered somewhere in the UK <laughs> after the Brexit. Every, every package is uh, stuck. Wait, after Brexit, every package is taxed? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You order it, you pay, already pay for everything, postage, etc., and then get a like a message from the post office. Hey, you have to pay some extra um, taxes. Einfuhrgebühr. Uh, import tax. Like import tax. Yeah. How much? Do you know like percentage-wise what it is? I don't know what's going going wrong on the, the reason on. I ask is all right, so weed is legal over here, and they have a yeah. twenty and they have a twenty percent tax on anything you buy. You have a twenty percent on weed twenty percent yeah, that's why I don't buy at dispensaries but <laughs> no. no how's how's uh how's uh how's weed from cologne <laughs> Um, nice. Nice. I, I can't complain. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Well, actually, I'm glad when I get some soft stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. Too hard. Yeah. You smoke spliffs, right? Tobacco yeah. and weed? Yeah. You Unfortunately, ever... still with, uh, mixed with tobacco, yeah. You ever <clears throat> Uh, I never do what? Mushrooms. Mushrooms, well, not for a long time. Maybe it was in the 90s, even in the 90s. No, no. I don't know. I couldn't even tell. When you were young. Yeah. I didn't know because I feel like that's coming. That's like a new wave with this music, too. Everybody's taking. Yeah. I don't know. Um, right now, I don't have the time to take mushrooms. Like oh, right you now, a baby, you can't be tripping. Yeah, you can't be tripping with a baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe ask me again in in like eighteen years or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll come back yeah. in eighteen years and we'll do a podcast on mushrooms from Germany. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Um, and my. I would say my beats are sounding the same for for the whole time. I'm not changing a lot. <clears throat> I'm, I'm using the same same gear and stuff. But um, when I um, start to take mushrooms again in a couple of years, maybe sound will change um, other way. Get some good. I think your shit sounds different. Maybe it'll start becoming more in line. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What, uh, who do you think you would sound good with, music-wise? Um, on the mic? Yeah. Mm. Well, there, of course, there are a lot of MCs I um I like, and 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 sometimes I make a beat, and I think. This would be one ghost face would sound really nice on. And that's, yeah, and I think ghost face is the one that um, 
pops up pops up every here and there when I, I think, yeah man, this this is a ghost face beat, definitely. Ghost face. I would love to um, yeah, man. But I don't know if that would ever happen. But but sometimes you just need like a like a reference, and sometimes yeah. you make a beat and you think, "Wow, oh, Doom would have sounded nice on this one." But yeah. But you don't make your you don't make your beats for MCs. Um, no, not. Not when I'm when I go to the record store to make a beat, but um, when I work with somebody and I know, okay, he he's writing mails because he wants some beats and she needs some instrumentals. Um, sometimes I sit down and do that. Yeah, what I don't like to do is to do a remix <sighs> because that's no usually that's um, connected with deadlines. And high expectations, and no, it's and then because what I learned early is like um, coincidence is a big part of the whole process. Sometimes you you know you, you think oh that ah that that's a perfect loop, and then no it isn't, and then you go from there you go to something someplace completely else and. You still make a nice beat, so yeah. You you shouldn't stop after finding out that that part you were focused on uh, isn't working. Um, you just have to move on. Like yeah, if it's not that one, I know there's another one somewhere. Someone said recently, success is being successful is being successful at failing. You have to be good at failing to get, and that's yeah. what, you have to be good at failing and not getting discouraged to keep like working towards it. Yeah. Yeah. Who was it? Was it Beckett who said like, if you fail, um, next time fail better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fail better. I it's so funny though like inspirational quotes that are like they're not it's not they like get ruined but the sentiment is always there like you see it on a bumper sticker and you're like I don't that that's dumb but like it really always comes from you're like like the treat others the way you want to be treated it's like whatever the saying is it's always comes back to the truth yeah not every bumper sticker comes back to the truth, but um, <laughs> especially in the US. <laughs> There's some crazy ones over here. Yeah, because bumper stickers aren't that thing in, in Germany. They are not. You have bumper stickers, of course. Um, stupid stuff. And um, but yeah, but not it's not like a bumper sticker culture like in the US. You have. <laughs> You ha I, I think I you have, have no bumper stickers on my car. Don't worry. Yeah. What do you have coming? Do you have anything coming up? Yeah. Um, wait a second. I have to pick it up. Um, I have some. 
Ich habe mir wieder so ein Seifenbier gemacht, das geht gar nicht. <lacht> Fuck! Nimm doch mal ein anderes, klar. Ja, ja. This one arrived today. The Kitty EP is, um, but it's coming out next month. I, I was totally surprised that it arrived today. Um, it's uh, with an MC from um, London called CL Brooks. Uh, check him out. He's, he's He's crazy. Oh, I'd love to check that out. I'd love Good that MC. artwork too. Yeah, the, yeah, it's funny. The Kitty EP. Uh, he's, he's, he's special. He's got a special voice, special raps. Um, yeah, I've got that coming up. Um, and then um, I made an album with um, like um, Turt and C. Teppen from London also. They. Um, We already made a record a couple of years ago, and yeah, that's I just finished that. that. I'm glad that I finished that. That was a like a complex project, a lot of a lot a um, lot of tracks and a lot of stems uh, I had to mix, and I'm glad that I'm through with that. And um, but we're going on tour now. The, the fun part is coming again. Oh, you're going on Making tour? The, yeah, we're going on tour in March. Oh, the, just where? A, just a small tour, like um, uh, Cologne, Berlin, London, Amsterdam, like and Hamburg, like five, five or six cities. Yeah. You like the London rap scene, it seems. Yeah, it seems. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm surprised myself, but now uh, I have a couple of like followers with MCs um, projects, and. Um, Most of them are from London. Yeah. How do you feel about pop British rap? Not pop, but like more popular, like the drill stuff. Uh, it's not my cup of tea, but um, I and um, again, I don't have time to listen to all of that stuff. I am um, yeah. I'm too busy listening to other stuff. How are I, I know I don't I don't hate it. I, I just don't know it. Yeah. How are, how's the cologne rap like rap scene? Mm. <laughs> We have a couple of good MCs. Um, and there's always something going on. Um, yeah, there's a scene, but uh, but again, I don't um, have time to listen to all of it. You but can only you can only give your attention going. to what what's necessary. Yeah. But now, not because I don't want to listen to it. It's just like it's not happening. No, I understand. And, yeah, and then and uh, and yeah, some of my friends are um, like MCs, retro gods. He's coming to New York next next week. Come to New York to record with like um, Focus. Okay. Focus the MC. They made a couple of songs together. And, yeah. Retro gods. Retrograde, yeah. He, 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 um, yeah, he's quite popular in, in Germany and um, also had some nice like collabs with um, rappers from the States. He, um, he recorded some stuff with Lord Finesse. It's the, on, on Lord Finesse beats. So, oh, um, wow. Yeah, but, um, but that still has to come out, I think. Maybe, uh, 
I shouldn't have said that. But yeah, and um, <laughs> we, can kind of, we can edit it out if that's yeah. <laughs> But yeah, awesome. um, he made he made an uh, a record with uh, or, or um, tuned with um, Catmaster Kurt and Cool Keith, and um, oh wow, Planet Asia, and yeah, he um, worked with a couple of MCs from this day. Man, thank you so much for doing this. I, I really appreciate your time and that we I, we made it work. We were supposed yeah. to do this a couple of weeks ago for people listening and then you got sick and then I got sick and yeah, then man. we finally made it work. Hey, super crazy. I just lost my voice. I was at the record store. Two dudes came here and we, we smoked a little, drank a little. And um, next day, my voice was gone. Not because I was loud. I don't know. That you just wait, so you just smoked and drank, and the next day lost your voice. Yeah, with like, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, I'm not, yeah. but damn, yeah. I thought you had like a cold or something. No, I was feeling, I was feeling fit, but um, voice failed on me. Oh, well, well, we made it work, and I really do appreciate your time, man. I'm a huge fan, and hopefully we get to link up in uh, person sometime if you're ever in America or I'm over. Yeah. In Boston, I have no Boston connection. I think um, Amy is, is Amy from Boston. Uh, who? From, of, um, Amy, DJ Amy from of Pun and Amy. Oh, uh, I actually don't know if he's from Boston. Huh? And... Um, I was writing with a dude from Boston. What was his name again? Everything, but yeah. Uh, whatever, you know, yeah. Massachusetts has a really good scene, like Esty Knack, Al Davino. I don't know if you know them. Mm-hmm. They're from Lynn. Okay. That's stuff that's coming out on, on Fuck Rap 2, right? Yes, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're both Is amazing it? guys and both from Massachusetts. Okay, okay. But uh, awesome, man. Where can people find your stuff on Instagram and everything? Instagram, Bandcamp. At, at what's, your, what's your Instagram? The Twizza. The Twizza. All right. Yeah. The Twizza. <laughs> the Twizza. Man, mm-hmm. again, thank you so much for doing this. I hope yeah. uh, you get some beef. I got a tattoo last week or two weeks ago. Oh shit! I love that. I was about to be like, "Wait, what's <laughs> happening right now?" But that you yeah. literally just got that. Yeah, you we were recording a radio show down here, and some dude was here who was making tattoos, and um, I got the Bootangle <laughs> logo. Uh, yeah, is that your first tattoo? No, we already um, recorded a radio show with a tattoo guy a couple of years ago. I have an umbrella <clears throat> tattoo. Oh, I have no, I have no tattoos, and it's fun. I, I don't know how well you know Danny Brown, but I'm Bruiser Brigade. I'm part of his label as a comedian. Ah, uh-huh. so a Bruiser Brigade. I wanted to get like Bruiser tatted on my back, but then if you don't know, yeah. that's a weird word to have tatted on your back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It sounds like some SM stuff, yeah. It really does. And, um, so I was like, I can't get bruiser tatted on my back. I nah. love you, Danny, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I waited like forty years before I got my first tattoo. So. Oh, really? Uh, so you all right? Yeah. So it was like the first one you did was on the radio show. 
Yeah. Wow. And it was why an umbrella? Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I can't even tell. Hey. Can't even tell. I just I just scribbled it and said, yeah, this one, this umbrella, man. <laughs> oh, you drew it? Oh yeah. Yeah. You a good artist. Oh no. Oh <laughs> <laughs> really? But yeah. But it it was intended to look like that. Well, anyway, man, thank you so much. I hope you have a good rest of your night, and I really appreciate your time. I don't regret anything. Yes, hey, thank you for having me, and um, yeah, see you around. Yeah, I'll see you around, and I'll let you know when I release this. I'll like, I'll help you. I'll promote it and everything. It'll be a couple weeks to put graphics and stuff. But yeah, yeah, excellent, man. Then, then have a nice day and a nice evening and maybe a drink later. I will. It's dark hours. out now. Okay. <laughs> it's nice dark one. out. I can drink. All right. Peace out. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.